Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree and C, a podcast to help you grow in all areas of life, but first towards Christ. Welcome to the Gone Girl Show with Bree and C. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. How are you doing, C? I'm doing great, Bree. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Actually, I'm a little under the weather, but I'm pushing it through. Hopefully, I'll get better, but we're uh, we're making it work now. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I hope you feel better now that you're back home in the United States. Where have you been? Yeah, I've <laughs> had a little world travel going on. I've been to Thailand and Malaysia what? for oh. almost two weeks. Oh my gosh, how was that? It was it was amazing. It was mm-hmm. I had a great time. Um, we went to a couple cities. We were in Thailand for the most part, so we went to a couple cities in Thailand, and then we went to Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. So it was great just seeing that culture, a different uh, lifestyle. Um, just seeing how they live over there. We did so many activities. The girl who planned the trip was very, very thorough. Um, she um, had us doing all sorts of things. We were um, riding ATVs and uh, riding elephants and trying all different types of foods. It was it was a great, great trip. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. I'm glad that you got back home safely and you got a chance to experience another culture and we definitely all of us hope you feel better Bree. thank you thank you uh i'm just happy i'm getting over the jet lag and everything and <laughs> uh hopefully i'll be uh back 100 percent soon so thank you definitely <laughs> oh you're so welcome and your pictures look so awesome from what i saw awesome awesome so there's a couple of things that I just want to talk about to share with the listeners, some really on a positive note and some kind of somber things that I think need to be mentioned. And you've got some great things to mention on this podcast as well. Yeah, we have a lot to discuss, so let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. Well, the first one on a lighter note for those that may or may not know, happy birthday to Mickey Mouse. Yes, I said it. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse made his debut November 18th, 1928, which makes him 89 years old. The ever so loving mouse was once a rabbit called Oswald. Bree, did you know that he was a rabbit called Oswald at one time? I think so, being that we're in Central Florida and that we're, you know, at the epicenter of Disney and all of that. Like, I, I know I've seen, like, like historical stuff about about him so that sounds kind of familiar i never heard that until i did my research so i found that interesting that mickey mouse was once was once a rabbit called oswald but in 1927 walt disney made a sketch of a figure of a floppy eared bunny while still under universal contract and a year later the birth of mickey mouse was unraveled and we still have mickey mouse today at walt disney world parks So how can you observe Mickey's birthday, even if it is a happy belated birthday? You can go on any of your social media and post hashtag Mickey Mouse birthday to celebrate with him. That was so cute. So I just wanted to share that. And recently, I know you were traveling abroad. Well, I was staying here in the States and I got a chance to go visit Houston, Texas. And I'm so proud of every Houstonian 
hashtag Houston strong. This is a city that overcame Hurricane Harvey's horrific flooding. And the city of Houston appears to be very strong and daily becoming resilient after the effects of Hurricane Harvey. While I was there, I got a chance to visit one of my favorite pastors, one of them, which was Pastor Joel Osteen. We got a chance to visit the Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. And while I was there, um, one of the announcements that was made is they were having a meeting for those affected by Hurricane Harvey and the FEMA officials were going to be on site um, that week to assist those that needed further assistance due to the flood. One thing that I can note about Pastor Joel when meeting him, I'd say that he's definitely, from what I gathered, a very genuine man, very um, true man of God. Like when I looked in his eyes and shook his hands, I could see in his eyes the love for Christ and the love that he had for his or has for his family and the people um, that he ministers to. Um, I listen to him daily on Sirius XM. He has his own channel on Sirius XM. And it was an honor for me to meet him. It was so nice um, to see that he's still trying to help out or his con and his congregation are trying to help out those who may have been affected by Hurricane Harvey. But that was a really nice experience to meet the person who I listen to on almost a daily basis, who gives out a lot of positivity and who does spread the message of Jesus Christ. So I wanted to share that experience with the listeners. Now, this next topic is not as upbeat as the other two that I mentioned and quite sad. Just imagine going about your everyday life, you know, running your errands at night, hanging out with your friends, you're going jogging in the early morning before dawn or walking your dog after work in the evenings or going to Bible study at night. And these are things that you and I typically take for granted every day. But this has started to come to a halt in the area known as Seminole Heights in Tampa, Florida. And the reason why those everyday, like mundane activities are starting to come to a halt is because there's a killer on the loose who has been terrorizing that neighborhood. This individual has been shooting innocent victims who are alone in the dark, whether it's in the early morning, pre-dawn hours, or in the evening hours after 6 p.m. that has the Tampa Police Department warning citizens do not go out alone when it is dark. If you are out alone in the dark in Seminole Heights, according to Tampa Police Department, they will consider you a potential victim or a potential suspect. To date, at this time of recording, there have been four beautiful souls who lost their lives to the hands of someone who's deranged and this deranged person has a gun and kills people who are alone in the dark. Some listeners on this podcast may or may not live in Florida, or they may or may not live in the U.S., but you may have heard about these senseless killings taking place. And as I mentioned to you earlier, Bree, this really, truly breaks my heart. And I wanted to take time out to give a tribute to the beautiful, innocent victims who are no longer with us. We at the Go and Grow Show are praying for the families who have been impacted by this 
And we are also praying for the entire region of Seminole Heights and the Tampa Bay area. The scripture tells us in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, again, truly, I tell you that if two on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 18, verses 20 also states, where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. So let us apply our faith together and believe by faith that in the name of Jesus, the most powerful, mighty name, that this dangerous killer can be caught and put in prison as soon as possible so the people of Seminole Heights and the Tampa Bay area can continue to go back to living in peace. Here's a little bit of information about the loss of lives at the hands of this killer. The first victim was a beautiful soul of Mr. Benjamin Mitchell. He was 22 years old and he was an aspiring musician who was studying business management at a local college. He was shot and killed yards away from his house at the bus stop at 9 p.m. He was waiting for his girlfriend to get off the bus on Monday, October 9th. His aunt states that he did not want her to walk home alone at night. The next beautiful soul that was taken was that of Miss Monica Hoffa, who was only 32 years old and had a great love for the deaf community. Her father told local news that Monica was a godsend to her mother. She interpreted sign language for her mother, who was deaf. She grew up in Tampa and learned English, Spanish, and sign language to communicate with her mom. Monica was killed on the way to go visit her friend on October 11th, and her body was found on Friday, October 13th, in a vacant lot half a mile away from where Mr. Mitchell was killed, according to CNN.com. A scholarship for the deaf will be made in her honor to help deaf students. Anthony Naboa, an autistic 20-year-old who was just, he just started a temporary job packing relief supplies for the victims of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. He accidentally was on the wrong bus and ended up being in Seminole Heights. When he was shot and killed on Thursday, October 19th, around 8 p.m. One of his younger brothers told a local news that he was going to cash his check and take the family out to dinner to celebrate his new job. A scholarship fund has been set up to help those with autism in Neboa's honor. And sadly, the most recent beautiful soul that was taken again was Mr. Ronald Felton, who was 60 years old, who was crossing the street to go to his church to go help feed the homeless at 4.51 in the morning on Tuesday, November 14th. Those that volunteered with Mr. Felton at the food pantry told local news that he was like the mother hen watching out for the baby chicks. They called him their Superman and he was considered one of their most trusted volunteers at the food pantry. Crime Stoppers is now offering a reward of 100, excuse me, $100,000 for information 
to capture the suspect and can be contacted anonymously at 1-800-873-TIPS. Yesterday, I got a chance to speak with the president of the Southeast Seminole Heights Civic Association, Stan Lassiter, who told me that they will be setting up a GoFundMe page to honor Mr. Felton so you can go and donate money to help feed the homeless by, by donating to the food bank. You can do that by going to www.seminoleheights.org. You can also go there to make a donation to help with the first responders dinner, which will be held to honor the first responders who are helping out in Seminole Heights. And on that website, you can also purchase the We Are Seminole Heights t-shirt and all the proceeds of that shirt will go to the victim's families 100%. He explained to me that the food bank is in need of food, but people are fearful to come into the area to donate food. So this GoFundMe page is now set up where you can pay tribute and help out in Seminole Heights without actually being there. Emerald Morrow of Channel 10 WTSP explained to me yesterday that the pastor of the New Seasons Apostolic Ministries, the church where Mr. Felton helped volunteer in feeding the homeless, has almost had to shut down due to the pantry because of low funds and any help is appreciated to help those in need in Seminole Heights. There was a recent food drive to help out those in need in Seminole Heights and the mayor, Bob Buckhorn and Tampa Police Department and many others in the local area in Seminole Heights came up to the food pantry to help out, not just to honor Mr. Felton, but to honor all the victims in Seminole Heights killings or in the recent killings in Seminole Heights. The church held a successful and safe food drive to give away turkeys and food to get people in the area ready to enjoy the Thanksgiving holidays. Hundreds of pounds of foods were collected from Friday night into late Saturday evening to help out in this community. The church helps feed hundreds every week, so the food collected in the recent food drive will help out even more. To find out more up-to-date information about the situation in Seminole Heights, you may go to www.tampagov.net, which is Tampa Police Department's website. So let's please, once again, keep this community lifted up in prayer and believe that swiftly that this perpetrator can be caught and families can start to live in peace. Hashtag Seminole Heights Strong, hashtag Tampa Bay Strong. Oh, wow. See, thanks so much for sharing that information with us. Um, I didn't know the extent of what was going on um i knew that there was a serial killer in in that area in seminole heights but i didn't know all all those things that was going on especially as we talked about earlier i was i was traveling some out of the country that's great that they're finding ways to support the victims families and and unfortunately um you know these things are happening and it's at least in these times, we see the community coming together yeah. and, and supporting those people. And I know 
we talked earlier how there's a lot of fear in that area. Um, people aren't, you know, walking around. I mean, that's understandable, but um, we can't let, I know on earlier episodes we've talked about fear um, controlling us and, and being held back by fear, but um, we have to, you know, trust trust in God as well. Trust that justice is going to come to this person who is feeling I'm not sure exactly what they're feeling, but whatever um, they're going through that's leading them to want to take lives, you know, lives that God created. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very unfortunate that this person, this whole situation is happening. I know a scripture tells us to mourn with those who, who mourn and mm-hmm. we have to have, you know, compassion for these, um, these families. I, I can't imagine what they're going through. Um, knowing that their family member has, they've lost family member due to this um, unfortunate situation. So, I mean, my heart goes out to them. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm sure they are going to be going through, um, dealing with the effects of that loss for a, a long time to come. Hopefully the community, as we come together, it'll help them to deal with the loss, even though I know it's something that's going to be very painful for them for a time to come. Yeah, I, I hope so. I pray to God. I've been praying every day that this person will be captured soon because this is a community that is living in fear. And as I explained to you earlier, like some people are just running from their car to their door. They may be next because he's targeting people who are alone. And as you mentioned, that's very unfortunate. And that's why I wanted to pay a tribute and uh, mention to the listeners as all collectively believe in Jesus name that swiftly this killer this deranged individual will be caught and justice will be served in the name of jesus because no this cannot continue on this terror cannot continue on this is ridiculous definitely definitely and that's great you also gave ways that people can get involved in supporting them even people who aren't in uh that area you mentioned the t-shirts and the things they can donate to so that's great and we'll try to post links to um those things in our show notes as well once um i get those from you we can post those in there so that would be that would be great um is there anything else you wanted to add about the about that situation no we're just gonna keep them lifted in prayer and believe swiftly that this will come to an end and this individual will not take any more beautiful souls because as I read uh, read a snippet of the lives of those that were taken it's very very sad and I don't want this to continue I want this to come to a stop and this individual to be captured ASAP in the name of Jesus and that's it just listeners everyone please keep this region in prayer and that this individual be captured and that those you know the holidays are approaching we're about to enter in a new year um, I want people to be able just to be able to enjoy their loved ones and not have to be terrorized by a demented, crazy person who owns, or I don't even know if they own a gun, but have a gun and are just taking lives senseless, senselessly in the dark. Yes, so many things are going on in the world and we see, um, yeah, we just have to have hope and we know that 
you know, scripture says Jesus is going to return and yeah. we just have to stay, stay vigilant. We know all these things going on. It's not just um, what we see with our eyes, but, you know, there's spiritual warfare, all these things oh, going yeah. on. So we definitely have to look beyond just what we see with our eyes and just be able to discern like all these things we see and just uh, definitely, like you mentioned, to stay in prayer, um, mm-hmm. stay in our faith not to give up to stay encouraged um it's easy if you just watch the news to you know go crazy or mm-hmm. not think that um things are going to get better yes things are are bad and they might get worse but we have a hope even though we can't see the future but right. we trust in god we have faith faith is believing in something we can't see so Amen. we have to trust in, in god and know that you know, he's working things um, as he wants them to be, um, even though we might not understand. But, yeah, that's a very, very um, sad situation that's going on. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, Bree? What do you want to talk about today on the podcast? Well, on a, I guess, transitioning to a more positive note. Yeah. Um, I did <laughs> see, once I got back here, um, there was a museum opening in D.C., which seemed pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called the Museum of the Bible, which um, opened actually today, uh, November 18th, oh. in Washington, D.C. So it's, I'm not sure how long it took them to build it, but it seems like a lot went into it because it cost $500 million to build which is more money than I can imagine. That's a lot. (laughs) And it's the largest privately funded museum in that city. And I'm not sure if our listeners have ever been to D.C., but there's a lot of museums in that area. And I actually went to the new, the African-American Museum, Smithsonian Museum uh, in... I think it was February or March earlier this year to see that and that was nice to check out and that that museum was amazing how big it was and all the things they had in it so this museum might even be bigger than that so it, wow. I'm even more I'm very curious to see it it's located about two blocks from the National Mall and three blocks from our nation's capital A large part of um, the funds for the museum came from Hobby Lobby. They have about, it's it's a little over a thousand items that the museum has on display and about 2,000 on loan. So they feature a lot of like documents, um, biblical text, um, a lot of historical um, things from probably around like the Holy Land, different areas, mm-hmm. um, like the Dead Sea Scrolls, um, things like that. And you can tour the museum actually for free. Oh, if wow. You, you were thinking, how much does this cost? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually free. You just have to go and um, reserve a ticket, a, a time and a date if you're planning to go. If you have the opportunity to go, um, I would definitely suggest checking it out, or especially if you're in the D.C. area. Yeah. Um, you know, as as Christians, we should be, you know, curious to see um, this, the historic, um, you know, there's so much historic importance that the Bible has mm-hmm. and all the things that, that went into it. And even if you've, um, 
if you have or have not even considered going to the Holy Land, like this is kind of the Holy Land kind of coming to to us, sort of, wow. <laughs> as a, a cheaper alternative than a flight to to Israel. Um, just a way to kind of see um, all the the historical um, the documents and um, the culture is bringing that here to to DC. So that's that would be great to check out. Some of their collections and exhibits can be found on their website, museumofthebible.org. And one of the ones they have on there is called In the Valley of David and Goliath. It says, walk in a reconstruction of an ancient city excavated on a hilltop over the valley of, I'm going to try and pronounce this, Elah, which is traditionally the site of the showdown between David and Goliath. It made me think, like, if I could go back in time, like, what events in the Bible that I would want to see. And a couple of them that I thought of in the Old Testament were Passover, just seeing, you know, the final plague. Also, I thought about Esther when she appeared before the king. Um, just the, the strength and the courage it took for her to, you know, go against the law to save the Jewish people. Like, to be in that palace when she came, you know, busting through the doors, that would have been uh, pretty <laughs> interesting um, just to see that. And in the New Testament, I thought about um, when Jesus fed the 5,000, um, just to see that miracle, to be there and get a meal at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been uh pretty pretty neat to see and i think the one that really um stuck with me that i probably would have wanted to see was jesus's baptism like mm. i can't imagine being there you know at the water with john baptizing him and you have you know the holy spirit descending and hearing god's voice mm. like it made me just just made me think like wow to be able to see those things um or experience those things must have been an amazing experience so um and i was thinking see is there any um bible uh, i guess event that you would want to go back in time and, and see as you were talking i was like i know she's gonna ask me that <laughs> I don't have an I don't have an answer at this time. <laughs> I can't think of anything right now off the bat uh, at this time. But when I do, I let you know. Mhm. Yeah, there's just so many. It was hard for me to um, pick those, but I'm sure even if you go to the museum, um, they have different floors. Um, I know one's floor is called Story of the Bible. One's called Impact of the Bible. And actually, on their website right now, I don't know how long this is going to last, but if you go to museumofthebible.org slash sweepstakes, you can win a trip for two to the museum in D.C. So the museum itself is free, but that's nice that they are um, they have a contest going on where you can win uh, airfare to visit the museum. And they also pay for your hotel. It's a three-day, two-night um, stay at a hotel they put you up mm. and you get a special vip tour and mm. behind the scenes information so that sounds cool. i'm gonna go enter um soon as yes. we're done talking <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good I several things i probably would want to see when the ten commandments were made i uh -huh. think that would be so awesome mm -hmm. um when the red sea when god parted the red sea and Noah's Ark, to be able to see that, like, 
all this is all Old Testament, but to see our God do that, I think that would be so fascinating to be able to watch that. So those would be my answers. That's good you mentioned Noah's Ark because I was going to mention a couple other um, Bible attractions in America. And one of them was the Noah's Ark. I think it's called the Ark Encounter. If you Have you heard of it? I have not heard of that. Where is that located? Do you know? It's in Kentucky. It's in a town called Williamstown, Kentucky. And there is a man who created a replica of the art. It's a full-size art using the dimensions from the Bible. So it's 510 feet long, 85 feet wide, and 51 feet high. So it's big. (laughs) And... It's, it's open in, in Kentucky for people to visit. And the site, if you want to check that out, is arcencounter.com. They have um, the park hours and lots more information on it. So that would be amazing to see. I can just uh, imagine. Well, I can't imagine how big it is <laughs> um, in the arc. That's, you know, a, a a Bible story that most people learn about Noah and the ark and the significance of that, how, yes. you know, God decided to flood the earth and chose Noah because he was a righteous man and he was able to save, you know, his family, the animals. So that's a great story um, to to read in, in the Bible and to um and just to know, but yeah, that, that I'm not sure how long it's been open the Ark Encounter, but it would be, if you're in the Kentucky area, even if you're not in the Kentucky area, I'm sure it'd be something that would be great to, to check out. And another uh, attraction, which is very close to us is the Holy Land experience in Orlando, mm-hmm. which I still have not been to. What? Really? I, I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I've been there several times. It's worth checking out. I liked it. Okay. So you've, you've been there a few times. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I still, I keep saying I was, I'm going to go. We were, we always plan to go in September cause it's half off, but yeah. It was when we tried to get tickets this year. It was the whole month was sold out. So wow. one day I'm just gonna have to, and I, I'm, I guess I'm gonna need you to hold me accountable yes. to just go. <laughs> I'll go there with and, you and to check it out. Um, yeah, because I'm talking about going to DC to go visit this museum, and I haven't been to the one <laughs> that's right, uh, uh, right close to us. So right. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully uh, one day I'll get over there. And plus, I'm not sure if um, Ty Tribbett, his his church is over there as well. I'm not sure if they're still there. Oh, about that. Yeah. The times when I've been there, I did not know anything about Ty Tribbett. I knew something about TBN. I think mm-hmm. Trinity Broadcasting Network was overseeing that uh, part, the Holy Land. I'm not sure about it now. Um, they made several changes. Like I could tell from the first time I went versus the second and third time I went different changes about um, when they would do the crucifixion of Christ and the the resurrection resurrection of Christ. I noticed a change. Like one of the changes was it was outdoors and I loved it when it was outdoors. Whereas the last two times I visited, they have you in a, like a little arena, which was indoors. And it was very packed. That was I wasn't a big fan of how that was set up, so I'm not sure why they changed it. Aside from that, you know, 
we had a good experience um, when I did visit. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure if it's still there, but once Ty Tribbett started his church live, Orlando, they were having services at the at the Holy Land experience. I didn't even know Ty Tribute was in Florida. I always mm-hmm. thought he was like in the Midwest. Yeah, he has a church. He's had a church in Orlando for. Mm, and I think it opened around the summertime. Oh wow! Okay, so, that's cool. I'd like to check that out. Um, I I think they live stream on their site, and he posts hmm. his sermons on a podcast, I believe. So, I'll, if I find it, I'll, I'll I'll try and post it in the show notes as well. Yeah, I really like his music. Yeah, yeah. I was actually on the Christ Over Culture podcast. I forgot to even, I haven't mentioned this yet. And we were discussing music, and I definitely um, recommended his album, his latest album. I think it's called The Bloody Wind. Oh, that's right. You were on that podcast. Tell us about that experience. How was that? Oh, yeah, it was great. I What was I it called again? It's the Christ Over Culture podcast hosted okay. by um, Michelle Lene. We talked about music, uh, some of my favorite uh, artists that have had our albums come out this year. Yes, the album is called The Bloody Wind, Ty Tribbett's album. And mm-hmm. we kind of talked about um, hip-hop, but we also, Christian hip-hop, but we also mentioned um, some non-hip-hop, uh, like uh, Ty Tribbett, other worship artists, because she was just starting to get into um, Christian hip hop. So I was uh, giving her some of my favorites. But for people who might not want to listen to Christian hip hop, we also gave them some alternatives, including uh, Ty Tribbett's album. So it was it was very nice to uh, be a guest on our show. And you can go to ChristOverCulture.com to um, see more about her podcast. And she's also on um, Apple Podcasts, which is the new name of iTunes and other um, podcast apps and, and websites. So, yeah, check it out. Check it out and see what I uh, recommended, what she recommended. You know, I had to talk about my my favorites, uh, uh, Lecrae, Beautiful Eulogy, um, No Big Deal. I don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> go check it out and yes. you'll have a, a whole bunch of music to uh, add to your playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Speaking of music, it is getting into the holidays and there's lots of Christmas music out there. I'm not sure if where you all are, if they're playing Christmas music already. Um, some people think it's too early. Some people love to listen to Christmas music. Some people like to wait until Christmas time. We actually have a Christmas music playlist. I'll post the link in our show notes. We kind of we feature some of our favorite Christmas songs. Um, there's also I was looking around earlier. There's a website called Salt of the Sound, and they feature some some playlists as well. I'm, I will I'll post a link to their their Christmas playlist in our show notes. They list on their website uh, some Christmas albums for 2017 and some new albums and one I wanted to um, let you all know about was 10th Avenue North. They have a Christmas CD coming out called Decade the Halls. 10th Avenue North is one of my um, 
favorite contemporary Christian music groups. Um, it says, it's fair to say that 10th Avenue North had fun creating their Christmas release this year. And you can see how creative they've been. Their 10-track Christmas album, they explore the styles and genres of music over the last 100 years, with each song encompassing a different decade. This is definitely one of the most musically absorbing Christmas releases we have seen in a long time, and we are thankful. So I know I'll be checking out that album. Like I said, they're a great, great group. I love their lyrics. Their albums are pretty good, and they even do some like crossover with other genres. They've had a song um, called For Those Who Can't Speak with Derek Minor and KB who are um, Christian hip hop artists. So it's, it's good to see how versatile they are. So I know I'll be checking out their, their Christmas music. So have you started Christmas shopping yet, C? No, I'm one of those that starts late. I'll start either that week or two days or the day before. I've done that before and I it just gets my adrenaline pumping. So no purchases as of yet. Okay. Alright, that's fine. I I usually sometimes I'll buy things during the year, but when I see things on sale I haven't really gotten much either. I got I have some things for my trip that I'll probably give out as, as Christmas presents. But I've kind of been looking around. I Sometimes I'll wait also to see what deals come out on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And I might get things for people um, then too. There are a couple things I saw that I think would make really good gifts for people this year. One of the things that's at the top of my list, and I was uh, um, telling C about it earlier, was the Illuminated Bible. I've seen uh, people talking about it on social media the ESV Illuminated Bible places the full ESV text alongside over 500 elegantly hand-lettered gold ink illustrations by renowned artist Dana Tanamachi. It's printed on thick cream-colored paper. Um, the Bible's single-column text setting and wide margins provide generous space for additional notes, prayers, and designs, inviting readers to create creatively engage with and reflect on the beauty of God's word. So not only is it a really nice looking Bible, it is a journaling Bible as well. Although the reviews I've seen, like people love it so much, they kind of don't want to journal in it because it, it just looks so nice. Um, if you are, if you like calligraphy, if you just like um, nice text, I would definitely just recommend going online and check it, check it out. It's, their site is illuminatedbible.org. And you can also, um, I'm sure it's available on other um, Bible sites like Crossway, um, Lifeway, other, other well-known sites as well. So definitely um, check it out. And they have an illustration for each, not not just within the Bible um, on the, the pages, but they also have an illustration for each book of the Bible. When you turn to the first page, they give you like an illustration of what that book is about. So I wanted you to see to just list a, um, a book of the Bible, and I'll tell you what the illustration looks like. Um, on their on their website, they they give you an illustration index on illuminatedbible.org, and you can see all the different illustrations. So, see, I need you to um, give me perhaps one or two books, and I'll I'll tell you what the illustration is. One, Matthew. Two. Matthew. Okay, let's see what's on 
Matthew. So Matthew, they have a picture of, well, it's art, not just a picture, but art is, they have leaves and flowers. And it says, um, the mustard seed and flowering branch of its bushes illustrates Jesus' parable concerning the kingdom of heaven that grows from seed sown in faith. So they highlight the uh, the parable of the mustard seed from Matthew. So that's okay, what about Ezekiel? Ezekiel. You got me scrolling back up to the Old Testament. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> On Ezekiel, they have, in the middle, it's a picture of a heart. And mm. it says, in chapter 36, God promises to give believers hearts of flesh in exchange for hearts of stone. Here, the imagery reflects God's renewing work in sinners' lives. That's nice. Um, Any others you're curious about? Revelation. Revelation. Scrolling all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Let's see. Revelation, there's a picture of, it looks like a door. And they have, you can kind of see some things from the um, book of Revelation. Like I see trumpets and me look a little... Um, they have, I, I think those are keys and swords. And it's just kind of decorated really nicely. And it says in Revelation 3.20, Jesus declares to the church, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. Illustrated here by an ornate door decorated with trumpets and a crown. So I guess I saw that right. <laughs> the Bible <laughs> The Bible's closing book points to the return of Jesus on the last day, his coronation as king, the wedding feast uniting the bride in Christ, and the redemption of what was broken in the garden. So, wow. Yeah, it looks really nice, um, the Bible, um, the way they have the, the text and... The, just even the cover of it, they have, it's just gold uh, decorations on, on the cover as well. So it just looks really nice. Bible, it is the, like I said earlier, it's the ESV version. And I, I don't think I have a Bible that's that version. So if anyone wants to get me a uh, Christmas present, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, really quickly, um, a couple other um, gifts that would be nice on sites like christianbook.com you can make personalized ornaments for people they have um, ornaments with bible verses on them and you can add um, someone's name uh, or a family's name that's a, a nice uh, customized touch to a gift um, itunes gift cards are always great last year i learned about a um, there's a company called prone to wander um, they're in California. They make phone cases that have um, Bible verses or other um, Christian sayings, inspirational things on them. They look really, really nice. I actually ended up getting one um, that has Proverbs 3 and 5 on it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I've gotten a lot of compliments on the case. They make them for um, Apple, Android phones, all different um um, different models of those they're really um, nice I mean who doesn't need a cell phone case um, so it's something that's that would make a, a really nice gift they have some that are are like wood they look like um, 
like carvings out of wood kind of so they have all different um assortments and i'm sure well i'm hoping <laughs> they have a black friday sale so you can check out um some some of their sales and even get a deal um, i think last year they did like buy two get one free something like that so they're definitely um worth checking out um if you just google Pro prone to wander um i it's prone to wander la is their official name so if you search for them um all their designs will will come up so they're really really nice so we definitely hope you all have a great holiday season um in that you guys um are able to spend time with friends and family um we thank you so much for tuning in um is there anything that we didn't mention see or anything we need to no just that we appreciate and love each and every one of you like Bree said have a happy holiday happy thanksgiving merry christmas happy new year all that wonderful good stuff enjoy please enjoy your friends and family meditate and spend time with the lord and being thankful and reflecting on all of his good goodness and his mercy and being able to spend time with your loved ones you know tomorrow's not promised and the day that we do have let us be thankful and enjoy the opportunity he's given to enjoy friends and family or church friends and family or whomever you have in your life be grateful and be thankful and most of all be safe. We love you. Continue to go and grow in Christ. And we shall see you, talk to you, chat with you on an upcoming podcast. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. And remember, Share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged.